Knowing my why helped me push past those difficult days. And a large percentage of, percentage of real estate agents were getting out of the business while I was trying to break in. Hello, my friends, Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're going to unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. Love it. So you came back for round two, did you? Clearly you're a glutton for punishment and can't leave well enough alone. Last week I sat for 33 minutes and gave you tons of reasons not to get into real estate. But you came back for more. You hit that alarm clock and climbed out of bed anyway. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Have you ever wanted to grab somebody you dearly loved by the shoulders and yell, why? Why did you do that? Maybe there was times you've wanted to grab yourself by the shoulders, look into the mirror and yell, why? Why did I do that? Surely I'm not the only person out there that's made a bad decision or two. Do you have children? Have you ever asked them, why they did what they did. Now, of course, leaving out the grabbing them by the shoulders part, but you know your child and they do something that's not matching the core of who they are. Usually these circumstances are surrounded by actions that aren't yours or their character. And it's funny, in those circumstances, we ask why. Now, my question to you today is, How come we don't ask ourselves why first? Why do we do what we do? When asked the question why, your brain has to switch from the main areas of functioning to the areas it doesn't usually operate in. Now, I'm not a brain surgeon or a psychologist or anything like that, but work with me here. When people sit in my office wanting to discuss a career in this profession, I ask people, why real estate? And it catches them off guard. And really they don't have, they're not prepared for that question. And the preparation they did have kind of flies out the window and I can see their eyes roll upward and they start digging deeper to develop their answer. I usually get the most honest and raw answer first. Sometimes the most personal answer. I had a client who we knew mutual people and he and his wife used me to sell their homes they had prior to being married and they wanted me to help them buy their first home together. Now in this process you get to know people and a couple months after we completed all those transactions my buddy Jim called and asked if we could meet. At the time Jim was a life flight nurse paramedic saving lives every day. It's all he had wanted to do and spent years and thousands of dollars in education to reach his goal. The first thing he asked me when we met was about a career in real estate. And naturally, I asked him, like I do everybody, why real estate? 
And sitting across from me, his answer caught me off guard. He said, I'm tired of people dying on me all the time. He wasn't prepared for my question, and I wasn't expecting his answer. It was real, and it was raw. Now, Jim had many more layers to his why, but that was the raw, unfiltered truth, and it stuck in my memory. This guy won Rookie of the Year award his first year in real estate, which was no small task. You'll get to meet Jim later in another podcast. So the other night, my wife and I had just finished up dinner. Putting the kids to bed and getting ready for the next morning, I had been preparing for this podcast for two weeks. The weight of this episode's content was really weighing on me, and I know that what we're talking about and that this Rookie Real Estate Podcast will cause many of you to make life-altering decisions, possibly to get into real estate, maybe to get out, or to maintain your license. It's why I was so blunt and been so upfront, and I'm a little rough around the edges, and I know that, but I've seen many agents who do really well, and I've seen others add to their life struggles, crashing and burning. This is heavy stuff. It's serious and not to be taken lightly, not by you or me. Now, I want to be upfront with you here. I've never been accused of being the smartest guy in the room. I've always had a hard, I've always been a hard worker and can usually work the socks off anybody. And I just consider myself really a late bloomer and sometimes a little slow on the uptake, but in the end, I'm unstoppable. I'm not a college graduate and I don't, I didn't carry a 4.0 in high school. People build preconceived notions of who can be successful and who can't based on nothing of substance. I recently heard that success is knowing what your goals are and moving towards them every day. If you can wrap your mind around that, it really takes the weight of and pressure off of the end goal. You don't have to wake up one day a long time from now and realize you're successful. It's, it's not a far away, unobtainable, elusive state of mind. It can literally be who you are today. Know where you're going and move towards it every day. We'll dig into this too in future episodes. I am, however, deeply passionate at what I do. My heart is to protect and serve, just like when I was an officer, except for now when people call me, they're actually happy when I show up. I literally bounce out of bed every morning like a kid at Christmas. I was this way as an officer. I was that way when I was a superintendent building houses, and I'm that way as a realtor now. It's who I am. Drives my wife crazy. She, on the other hand, is highly successful in real estate and was long before I ever knew her. She doesn't bounce out of bed like I do. She actually prefers 30 minutes to an hour in a calm, quiet environment when she gets up. And I've learned 
not to try to solve the world's problems at 5 a.m. with my wife. That's just not who she is. Now take my mentor an example too. If you remember, he has sold a billion dollars in real estate. Now shockingly to me, he is an introvert and definitely not a morning person either. He didn't want his first appointment set before 10 a.m., but once he got going, few could maintain his pace. That's for sure. One year, he and his buyer's agent sold over 200 homes each with one assistant, and to hear him tell his story, he barely graduated high school. What I need you to hear is drop your preconceived notions of what success looks like and especially what kind of person it takes to be successful in real estate. There's a lot of unassuming people in this profession. You don't have to be an extrovert to be successful in real estate. You don't have to be the valedictorian of your graduating class or the sharpest knife in the drawer. Now, if you are the valedictorian or were, and you are the sharpest knife in the drawer, that's just an added bonus. But it's not required to be successful in real estate. Like I said in episode one, I get asked all the time, do you think I could be successful in real estate? I can't always answer that question in five minute conversation, hence the need for this podcast, but I always want to say yes because I love my profession. I believe real estate agents are some of the most generous people I have ever met in any profession I've ever worked. But the answer isn't always simple. So let's dig in and see if you can answer it for yourself. Guys, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with anybody you know who's thinking about or currently in real estate. Send it to your mortgage partners, your title company partners, because they know people who need to hear what I'm sharing. I believe you are a rookie through your first 50 transactions, and there are a lot of agents who don't ever make it that far. The learning curve is huge, and this podcast will hopefully provide value to those wanting to win. If you have any questions or feedback, we would love to answer them as a part of this show. Did you know that if you're listening or using the Anchor app to listen, you can record with your voice to ask a question and we can work that straight into the podcast. It's pretty cool. Try that if you want to. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Now, I promise the question you have is likely running through the minds of three other listeners. And since there are only four of you guys listening, we should be able to get to all the questions answered pretty easily. wife and I kick off a new boot camp, we always start with a specific question because we want to know our we want our agents to write down their answer. Now honestly, it's one that can't really be answered by most in a classroom setting, but we ask it anyway. There are some that launch into writing their answers fast because they've already figured it out. And there are others that are still mapping it out and that's okay. Speed of the answer isn't necessary for success, but having the answer is absolutely necessary. Are you ready for the question? What is your why? 
Yes, there is a book out called Start With Why. And I'm currently listening to it on Audible at the advice of my wife. Now, however, we began asking this question long before we knew of this book. But the concept is the same. And it would be a great read if you don't know where to start. And this 30-minute podcast may not dive deep enough for you. So feel free to get it, get that book and read it. It's got some great content. A lot of people are in professions for the wrong reason. Sometimes they just need a J-O-B and there's something to be said for a man or woman who will get up every day and go to work doing something they don't necessarily enjoy but currently have no other options. I commend their effort and results. Others may be following their family footsteps, maybe a family business. They grew up in it and just naturally transitioned. Each in its own right might be perfectly fine if they're happy and it's fulfilling who they are. Now, my whole family are police officers. My dad's a lieutenant, my mom's a retired sergeant, my twin brother's a captain, and my grandfather was a sergeant with the highway patrol. All I ever wanted to do growing up was to be a police officer. I obtained that goal and served for 13 years. It was hard getting through that 22-week academy and hard getting yelled at and smoked every day for doing things wrong and messing something up and being yelled at by drill instructors and told that you're not going to make it. But I got through it and loved my time when I was serving. My last few years, I investigated severe child abuse cases, and it was hard, but it was fulfilling fighting for kids that who couldn't fight for themselves. Now, most professions like real estate and, and being a doctor and being uh, police officers and being chiropractors and being whatever requires some sort of time of education and uh, serving uh, in the profession before you really get going and rocking and rolling. Most professions carry with it an immense amount of learning required to become proficient and even more time to become an expert. Real estate is no exception. It carries with it a huge learning curve. The two-week degree necessary to get your license in most states will not give you the tools to survive your first year. Hence, nine out of 10 crashing and burning in their first 12 months. As the standards currently sit, you gotta get pretty far into this profession sometimes before you might realize it's not the career for you. That's what we're trying to avoid here with the Rookie Real Estate Podcast. Knowing your why is what will get you through your first year and even your second year. Knowing your why may keep you from getting into real estate altogether. There will be days when everything falls apart and closings you've already counted on, the commissions coming in, fall apart. Therefore, no payday. You're either in or considering getting to a profession that is 100% commission. We'll break commissions down in another episode and what you must do to close enough transactions to fund your family and your business budget. But today I'm telling you, knowing your, my, your why will get you through the difficult times ahead and there will be difficult times ahead. In the past eight years, I've been through the worst real estate market in decades and the best real estate market in decades. 
Sounds crazy, right? When I got started in the business, I was doing listing appointments where I was the bearer of bad news every day. I had to show families that the largest investment they had ever made has lost so much value that if they want to sell, they would likely have to bring money to the table. I was sitting, setting listing prices based on the market and then having to wait 90 to 120 days for those listings to sell. The inventory was saturated and therefore driving prices down. In a lot of cases, I would have to call my seller 30 to 45 days later and inform them that 20 more houses just like theirs had hit the market. And if we wanted to sell, we need to realign our listing price with the market and the new inventory. That's called a price adjustment. And price adjustments never adjust up. It's always an adjustment down. And it's painful and heartbreaking to sellers. My wife and I had to become expert in short sales to help families avoid foreclosure. You're taking a home that was once under contract and should close in 30 to 45 days and adding six months to a year to that process. Getting the bank to agree to accept less than what was owed on the house in lieu of foreclosure. Knowing my why helped me push past those difficult days. And a large percentage of, percentage of real estate agents were getting out of the business while I was trying to break in. On the opposite side of that, I've been blessed to experience the best real estate market in decades, maybe even in my lifetime. Homes selling like gangbusters, no inventory, value screaming upward. There are clearly pros and cons to both markets, but I, sh I sure do prefer the ones where my clients are winning. For my wife, the downturn in the market were the best years she ever had in selling real estate. She was the broker of our company, recruiting and training new agents, and selling 65 homes a year. She's a beast. But failure was not an option then, and definitely isn't now. Her why is strong, motivating, and empowering to her. It was strong enough to provide the intestinal fortitude necessary to not only survive a down market, but to actually thrive. So here is how you develop your why. Get alone, and I mean completely alone. No distractions, no phone, no computer. Facebook, I promise, will survive without you for a little while. But get alone where it's quiet. No distractions. This isn't a time for you to be humble. Grab a pencil and a piece of paper and write down your answers to these questions. What are your core beliefs? In life your deep down wants and desires what drives you what pushes you to be better what feeds your soul 
This, my friends, is your life's why. The items that get you up in the morning, things that mean more to you than any pain or trouble that may come your way. The items that cause you to say, failure is not an option. It's the core of who you are. It's already inside of you, but put it on paper. Now, you feed off of that why to develop the why behind everything you do. Why do you want to get into real estate? Write that down. Formulate it into a sentence or a paragraph. Post it everywhere. Memorize it. Be able to recall it at the drop of a hat. People say if you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life. That looks good on a poster, right? I say if what you are doing fuels who you are already, in the core of who you are. You can express your why doing something and it won't necessarily be easy, but your odds of success will increase substantially. Sometimes there's a fine line between success and failure. It just might be your why that tips the scale. Your why just might give you the vision necessary to look at a situation in a different light and therefore be the answer to your problem. Your why is vision. It's intestinal fortitude. It can even seem supernatural at times. And that's a story for another day. I guess you're going to want to know my why. What drives me? What helps push me through? I am a man who fears the Lord, the Jehovah God. I strive to reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, and always expecting and anticipating God's reward. I have an intrinsic passion to desperately love my wife and children and to create a safe environment where they can thrive. Deep within my soul, I have a need to protect and serve those in my path and to always do what's right, no matter the cost. Sometimes I have to look into the mirror, grab myself by the shoulders, metaphorically speaking, and remind myself of who I am and why I do what I do. My why may not be your why. Everybody has their own. But if you don't know it, When the times get tough, that's not the time to try to figure it out. Now, let me wrap this up here. In law enforcement, you're trained to train for every possible situation and scenario. You will perform like you practice to prepare your mind and body for the worst that could happen and what to do when it does happen. You want every possible scenario to be muscle memory, requiring little to no conscious effort to recall. Now, often in briefings before dangerous tactical missions, you literally walk through every possible scenario that could happen. 
You know everybody's role in the operation. If the officer in front of you goes down, you know what his or her job was, and then you know that you have to do your job and theirs for the survival and the rest of the group to succeed in the mission. During the briefing, you may be called upon to recall different members' roles. It's intense, but it's mission critical. You may be thinking, okay, Kenny, real estate isn't law enforcement, dude. Let it go. This isn't life or death. And maybe that's true. But if you don't know what to do when the worst of situations present themselves, and they will present themselves, how is it fair to yourself, your client, your spouse, your children, to expect survival, much less success, to know what the next move is, to know what the other parties in the situation are supposed to do, to know how to recall your why so that you can muster the intestinal fortitude to push through, to overcome, to win. You can't wait till you're eyeball deep in, a real, estate, in real estate before you know what it will take to push through. Know your why. Plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. Never give up. Be a warrior. Failure is not an option. There are many agents listening today who have realized that real estate isn't for them, but they don't want to quit. They don't know what else to do. If you truly don't feel this profession is meant for you, and it's not who you are, let's don't call it quitting or failure. Let's call it a tactical retreat. Take your why and transition to a profession where you can thrive. Would you mind sharing with me your why? Maybe sharing a time when you push through your hardest day. Maybe something inside of you wouldn't let you give up. Your stories may be the inspiration necessary to help others. I want to celebrate your successes. And I want others to learn from your mistakes and my mistakes so that they can avoid them. Send your stories to Kenny at RookieRealEstate.com. Rookie Real Estate is produced and edited by Scott Parker. All the content is written by me, your host, Kenny Stevens. Rookie Real Estate is powered by DeSelms Real Estate in Franklin, Tennessee. And I say that with this in mind, the vision of DeSelms Real Estate is to be an empowering partner, bringing agents, clients, and communities home. Simply put, we bring you home. This podcast is not designed to recruit agents. We have all the agents we want and need to reach our goals. But this podcast does align with our vision. We want to be an empowering partner to bring agents home. My dream for the content is that it can be used by any brokerage, any agent, and the vast community of those who have dreamed of a career in real estate. I want to educate those on the road to their 50 transactions And I want to help ensure those who transition from their day job to their dream job succeed in that process, if at all possible. Until next week, my friends, better your best. Better your best.